Hey there, friends, and welcome to episode 10 of Beyond the Cover podcast with me, your host, Becky Kahn. Since this is the 10th episode, I thought it would be great to do it a little bit different. Um, quite honestly, I was sitting and preparing a message, if you will, uh, to share with you guys, and I just feel like the Lord just keeps impressing upon me, just just get with it and and do it and read out the journal. This is why I've given you all of the things that I've given you. So I'm just going to share from my journal and literally I'm sitting with my, my writings and the Bible and have absolutely no, nothing scripted. So I'm prayerful and know that he is going to take us where he wants to take us. But I have to tell you guys, like you can probably even hear it in my voice. I'm a little bit exhausted in a good way. There's been so many great things going on and I am truly just beside myself with the way that God has manifest himself over the past couple of days and just the freedom that has been found and by so many and just chains that have been broken and revival that has has started and just the way that the river is flowing, um, the waves that are crashing. It's just, it's amazing. And I know that I'm using a lot of analogies, if that's even the word, but it's just how it's undescribable, just how great God is and the things that he does. And, um, whenever we're open and obedient to following what he has before us, you know, sometimes we can ask ourselves like, if we really even are hearing from the Lord, you know, and we question ourselves whenever we feel like something's been pressed upon our heart or, or, you know, a thought comes to mind or whatever that looks like. And we ask ourselves, is it really God? Um, is that really the Holy Spirit prompting me? Whatever, whatever it looks like. And we'll even ask friends or our spouse or, you know, wherever you are in your life, but you'll, you'll ask people around you and look for confirmation in different ways. And I feel like, when you really do have a word from the Lord um, or the Holy Spirit prompting you to do something, you will you will receive confirmation. You'll receive confirmation from people in your life that, you know, have a spiritual authority in your life or people in your life that you really do kind of you, you walk with and fellowship like minded people. And and um, it's kind of great. It's really great, actually, whenever you receive that confirmation because you're like, yes, that's exactly okay. I got it. You know, and sometimes you share that with those people and sometimes you don't. But um, you you know that you've had that dialogue with God. But I um, we had our spring break crusade on on Friday night in, at Dow Park. And I got to tell you, it's been an incredible journey getting there. Um getting emotional. Um, it's been an incredible journey getting there because I think that while it was a bit exhausting and discouraging in a lot of ways, because there was so much adversity and controversy and the enemy tried several times to just shut, shut this thing down. And I know now why, um, I knew, and I could say ahead of time, like, he doesn't want this to happen because there's going to be great things or, you know, because God's got something mighty up his sleeve and the enemy really doesn't want this to happen because of that. And, you know, you, you prepare yourself and you prepare your heart 
for for that because you know like you know you believe you have faith right you have faith and 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 that's and that's exactly what it was I had faith that you know God was going to reveal himself in a way that he never has before and I was just kept pressing through and pressing through and had such a peace and a calmness about doing this this crusade you know this revival in the park and um and and I, I, I did question myself like for a moment for just a moment of like did I really hear from God like did he really say to do this is this really what I'm supposed to be doing like maybe I misheard maybe I need to heed warning and you know all all of these people that are bringing up different things and having different opinions and and whatever maybe I'm, I should be heed heed warning with that and honestly I, I did I I spent a lot of time in scripture I spent a lot of time with the Lord and I'm grateful for the controversy I'm grateful for the adversity because it did um, push me to to press even even further um, into the word and press even even more into the Lord and so with that, I only received more and more and more confirmation and more and more, um, I, I don't know, freedom and peace in it. And so I, I, I was even having a conversation with a, a friend and I'm like, I, the day of, and I'm like, I feel like I should be so much more stressed out than I am. Um, but I wasn't, you know, I just had a peace and of course, like, yes, all, all the different pieces coming together and, there's some logistics behind that that you're just, you know, you kind of get a little bogged down with, but I really was just at such peace with it. And, um, anyway, so we're, you know, setting up, setting up the day of, and, and I say this, like, I feel like I should be more stressed out or whatever, but it was almost just, I, I, I don't even know how to describe like floating through this, like things were just happening. And yes, there, there were so many different busy bees working behind the scenes and, and making things happen. And, but I knew that as we were preparing the park, you know, with setting up chairs and setting up all the sound equipment and getting tents set up and people cooking food and, um, you know, praying and walking the park, like all of the things, it was just kind of like everything was being orchestrated by something that we couldn't see you know, and I know, I know that that something is God, that something is Holy Spirit. And, and, but to sit back and just see this, this come to life, you know, like that there, there was just such an atmosphere, even in the setup. And, you know, to the days before the days to, to lead up to the crusade, I was prayerful. I'm like, okay, God, um, I don't want it to rain the day before and I, and I don't want it to rain the day of. So Lord, can you like make that happen? And he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do you one better than that. Like it's going to be the best weather that it has been in a year, you know? So, I mean, perfect weather, beautiful. And, um, all the things just kind of coming together and up until the very, the very moment. And, um, you know, so I come home and to, and I changed to get ready and you know, have just a, a couple of minutes to pray with Max and, uh, for, for the evening. And I, I'm telling you guys, like, I know some of you listening may have made it out to the crusade on, on Friday night. And some of you may not have, 
Um, I hate that those that didn't get to make it missed it because it was absolutely beautiful. It was so beautiful. Um, the people that were there, the, I, I just stood back and I just watched God do what only he can do. And my prayer was, you know, there, I had several prayers for this, obviously, but my prayer was one of them was that people would come and maybe be a little skeptical or want to be a spectator or, you know, whatever that is. And then just kind of standing in the, in the, in the background, but they would be, they would not leave the same as they came. They would be transformed. They would leave there as soldiers for the kingdom's agenda. You know, they came as a spectator and they left as a soldier. And, and that, that happened, you guys, like those things happen standing back and watching some of what God was doing. I, I, it only God can, only God could receive the glory and the credit for the things that were going on in those moments, like the stories that people shared about the way that God revealed himself to, to them and, and uh, the people that received the Holy Spirit for the first time, the people that, that, you know, even down to the people that just lifted their hands to praise for the first time ever. But, you know, there's this little dip in, in, in Dow Park, like that goes up to the pavilion. There's a little dip and, and it almost looks like, you know, when it rains or what have you, there could be a river just flowing through that dip. And that was, that was so cool because, um, people were standing there, you know, in that, in that dip. And, and it was, as if they were standing in the, in the Jordan river, you know what I mean? Like they were, they were standing in the river and this, this outpouring of the, of the Holy spirit was so beautiful. The atmosphere was so beautiful. And the, the more we pressed in, the more he rained down and, um, man, all the glory to God, people left different people left different. And we, we you know, I want to share, um, I'm looking at my journal here and, and it, Capernaum keeps, keeps coming up. And there was a couple of days before the crusade. And, uh, I, I thought that I saw that word on the side of a truck. I thought I saw the word Capernaum and I, I looked again and it wasn't that word, but it was almost like I needed to go and I had heard of Capernaum and I knew a little bit about, you know, what, what this place was and what have you, but I wanted to know more because for whatever reason, it was just super prevalent in my thoughts that day. And so anyway, I, I did spend a little bit of time, um, researching the word and, uh, finding different scripture and so forth. And there's several places actually in scripture that, that, um, that talk about Capernaum, Matthew four, um, John two, Matthew 11, Mark two, Matthew eight, um, just several different, different places. And, but one of the places that I, I looked at was, uh, Matthew four, 13 through 17. And, um, I'll, I, I won't read the actual scripture. Um, uh, you can definitely go and, and look that up, but, but one part of it through that little passage there was talking about, um, let me get to this. It says that, okay, when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew from Galilee or, or withdrew to Galilee, um, leaving Nazareth. He went and lived in Capernaum. And so he had, he had heard of the, you know, that John was, was put into prison and then he, he withdrew. So 
I, you know, I, I, I see, I see Jesus just like, he knew that this, he, he was hurt, you know, he was hurt by this. What, he, he, he withdrew, he went to, he went and lived in Capernaum and Capernaum was the, um, the, the first, and I could, you know, forgive me if I'm misspeaking here, but everything that, that I've read, you know, Capernaum was the first place that, that Jesus's miracles were, um, public. It was, it was the, the first place that, that his miracles were public. And in this passage, it says, um, Galilee of Gentiles. Uh, this is, this is starting in like 15 B the people living in darkness have seen a great light and those living in the land of the shadows of death, a light has dawned. And I remember reading those words the, the couple of days before the, the crusade and this was it like people were going to come and they were going to to leave seeing seeing God manifest himself in a way that he never has before people were going to come in darkness and leave with a great light people were going to to come and and just as it says here you know those living in the land of the shadow of death a light has dawned like this is, this was the beginning of this, you know? And so, and there was even more scripture, one of the scriptures, and I think that it was in John two twelve. Um, let me, well, let me just turn there. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, right. Um, where it talks about, you know, Jesus had performed some miracles and people left going, we've never seen anything like this before. And I knew that, that that was part of the part of what was going to happen and part of what did happen, which was just incredible. So, uh, let's see, John two twelve. uh, right here. Um, no, this is just talking about after this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and brothers and his disciples there. They stayed for a few days. That's, um, that's John two twelve. but there, there is a, a, a portion where it talks about the people that had had, witnessed his miracles uh, left saying they've never seen anything like this before and I believe that that's that's what happened but all of the research revealed that there that there will be miracles and there will be signs and there will be wonders um, and there there were then and there will be now and um, and I'm just I'm totally stoked to be a part of it quite honestly you know uh, I'm I'm grateful for all of the things that led up to to the the crusade and what God has done and I am so expectant for what he's going to continue to do I was spending some time with him today and I so last night we had uh, what we called the afterburn and Calvary Chapel actually hosted and we went we were we were we worshiped with the Gregory's and uh, Craig Hart spoke again and it was just kind of a it, it was a good sweet time of just pressing into the Lord um, a little bit more. And so anyway, in, in our, in our worship time, we came to this, to this place of, um, where all of the music and musical instruments stopped and we were just, it was just the voices and we weren't all singing the same thing. We were all singing different things, you know, whatever, for me, it was just what the Lord was laying on my heart for what I was singing. But some people were singing out loud. Some people were kind of just humming. There were some that were sort of just laughing, even some that were crying. Um, but it was, I can't, I cannot even describe this, you guys. Like, I know that some of you guys are going to think I'm completely nuts, but it was, 
it was a, a, as if heaven had come to earth, you know, and like, this is what heaven would sound like. Everybody singing different things and, and, and saying different things or whatever, but all in unison and just a beautiful sound. There were no musical instruments playing, but it was as if there were, you know, it was as if you could hear that. And I, I remember talking to, um, to somebody afterward and I was like, you know, it's, it's like we hit an octave that I've never, and I don't, I don't even know that octave was the right word that I was supposed to be using, but that's the word that kept coming to mind. Like we were, it was an octave that, that I never have heard before or what have you. And it was just so beautiful. I could have literally like just sat in that place forever you know, forever. And so today when I was spending some time with the Lord, I looked up the word octave because I'm like, okay, was I even using the right word? And why is this word still with me? But obviously like definition wise, octave is a series of eight notes occupying the interval between two notes. I know super technical and nerdy, but that's what it is, right? One having twice or half the frequency of vibration of the other, right? So then I was like, okay, there's got to be more than one definition for octave. And I looked, I looked a little bit further and it's all, it also represents the eighth day after a church festival or eight days of a church festival. Right. So like I thought, well, that's, I, I don't, I mean, this was just a moment ago. So I'm like, that's super weird, weird, but cool. I don't know if weird's the right word, but it's, like, okay, God, that's kind of crazy, right? So this eighth, eighth day of the of a church festival or eight days of a church festival. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, oh my goodness. So we started the, um, the, or the, the, the crusade was on the 6th of March and we had the crusade and then we had the afterburn. And then there's on the, on the 12th, there's a, um, what we, what was, what's called upside down. And it's just part of spring break and what, um, Craig Hart ministries is doing. They're doing a, a event on the two events actually on the 12th and 13th, um, to that day. So anyway, it ends on the 13th and I counted and I'm like, okay, six, seventh, eighth, ninth, 10, 11, 12, 13, that's eight days. Right. And so for me last night to be like, okay, this is an octave that we haven't ever reached before. Okay. Well, what does octave mean? And then we get to it and it's like eight days of festivals. And from the time that we started this crusade to the time that the, if you look at at the whole crusade, the time the crusade ends, it's eight days. I'm like, okay, God, like, what does that even mean? Like, am I supposed to be like doing something with this? But I just think that it's God's sweet, precious way of like, he's always there. You know, he's always there. He's always like just putting things even in front of us whenever we don't necessarily even ask for it of like, I've got this. I'm here all the way. I'm doing all the things, you know, I was sitting in my prayer chair and I was looking at this box and y'all, I'm so tired. Like I'm, I'm tired and my body's tired, but it's a good, it's a good tired. And I'm looking at this box and it's, and and it says heavy, but my eyes blur kind of. And as I'm looking at it and the word heavy turns to revive, (laughs) like, and I'm like, does that say reviver? Oh no, it says heavy. And it's like revive, like we are reviving a generation, you know, like 
man, we are so on the brink of like, people, people don't know what they don't know, you know, and some people choose to, to live in, in a, in a, in a way that like, they're, they're just not going to know because they're not willing to, um, get outside of, of, of what they have known or the box or whatever, you know, whatever we want to say. But I just think, man, we are reviving a generation and God is, is, is using those that are willing to be used at the end of the day. Like that's it. He is using those that are willing to be used. And I encourage you guys to be willing, you know, be willing to look outside of the box, be willing to do things that you haven't ever done before. Of course, yes, 100% test everything back to scripture, you know, but we put our own worldly view on, on things and don't put the, don't put context to the scripture, you know, and, and we look at it and we're, we're putting our own opinions in there and the, the opinions of other people, like that's not what the living, breathing word of God is for, you know, that it's, it's, it is what it is, you know, he is the great I am. It is what it is. It is the word of God. And somebody had posted last night, you know, Satan fights scripture with scripture, but so often we don't, (laughs) we don't because we don't know, you know, anyway, so I, I am just, I hope that you guys are a little bit encouraged anyway, um, that God is, is on the move and he's doing amazing things and he's doing great things through, through the, the soldiers that are willing to, to go to the battle lines, you know, um, and I, I hope that you are one of those people. And if you aren't, get there. Like, get there, girlfriend. Get there, boyfriend. Dude, boo, whatever we want to say. Like, because God wants to use you. And he's willing to use those that are, he wants to use those that are willing to be used. So my prayer is that that is you. Um, I just truly am in awe of of my God and how mighty he is. And, you know, how he manifests himself whenever we whenever we are open and willing to, to see what's going on around us and to see what he's doing. He's very much alive and very much at work and I'm excited for that. So anyway, I hope that you guys are a little bit encouraged. I'm going to share just a couple more things out of my writings here and, and hope that you get a little bit of um, a little bit of encouragement. I wrote um, do less with more. Uh, a, a while back and I, I it came to mind again here recently and I, I wrote about that again and I actually was listening to someone speak and they said something about doing less with more and it kind of hit me between the eyes of less of me and more of him right just doing less less things um, that all the works all the things and more Jesus less programming and planning and more just being with and for Jesus. And I wrote in my journal, I hear you, Lord, speak, move, and give me an 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 abandonment for self and a longing for you. I feel like there is so much in me, um, in my head, but I can't articulate what is in there in a way that people would understand or care. (laughs) Really in a way that, that would, would make, that would wake anybody up or have an impact for the kingdom. And 
you know, there's just so much in there. I, I've, I'm writing that. I'm literally writing those words. And I wonder how many other people feel that way. Like there's so much in our, in our mind and we feel like maybe God tells us things or, you know, we write things down or whatever. There's just so much that we can't, we can't get it out. We can't articulate it. We can't make other people feel what we feel, you know, and, and I want so, I want to so badly, um, but, but I can't, I wrote in here salvation. This is burning a hole in my heart. I want people to know, really know God, to encounter the Holy Spirit, to walk with Jesus, to surrender their life to Christ, to be saved when the people for the kingdom, you know, Romans eleven twenty six. I wrote and in all this way all Israel will be saved as it was written the deliverer will come from Zion he will win godless away from Jacob I don't know if that says that or not but I wrote that in the journal and so um the godlessness away from from Jacob and so you know that I basically you know he's gonna win all the people all the people and I'm I just want to be used for that I just want to be a part of what God is doing um in in John 7 whoever believes in me he says you know from from out of his heart the river of life will flow out of your heart like Jesus had to go up so that he could send the Holy Spirit and he promises those that believe in him that they will have the springs of the living water Holy Spirit living inside of them and we got to walk with that boldest boldness you know it's it's a reverent submission for sure like Jesus Jesus learned obedience um, through and from what he suffered right and and in suffering was the path for Jesus it was it's the path for all of us if it was the path for him it's the path for all of us and um, and I'm okay with that you know I'm okay with that anyway I know I'm at this point just kind of rambling but I wanted to share a couple of the things because I feel like God told me that I was supposed to share out of my journal. And so I'm just kind of flipping. I hope that you can even hear the pages, you know, flipping. And I, one thing that God is laying on my heart is obedience. And whenever we are obedient, how he just, um, he really honors us in that obedience. And I've seen that with the Jane around the world stuff and the homeless ministry, because, you know, I, I, being able to to focus on what God is doing in and through Jane and through this homeless ministry like he has opened up so many doors and revealed himself so greatly like just through the opportunity that's been there and he reminds me all the time like this is because you're doing what I'm telling you to do like just one foot in front of the other and I think it's just beautiful watching you know watching that happen and and seeing what only he can do you know I'm excited to see where it even goes but it's it's amazing to to be walking in obedience and I was telling somebody today actually I'm like you know I can't stand having to not be at church on Wednesdays (laughs) 
<laughs> as ridiculous as that sounds, like I want so badly to be there, but I know that I'm not supposed to be there. And so like to take the kids and drop them off and, and leave. And, you know, I spend time with the Lord. Oftentimes I'm writing or I record or whatever, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm spending time with the Lord, but I want to be there pouring into the students and, and worshiping and, uh, with, you know, corporate worship and, uh, loving on people and getting loved on and all of the things. But I know that that's not where I'm supposed to be. And, and it's like, God has to, to remind me that you are where you're supposed to be with, with the obedience of not being there because I know I'm not supposed to be, you know, he's, he's, he's loving on me in that time and continuing to show me that I am where I'm supposed to be as far as like pressing into what God's doing through this homeless mission and what God's doing, doing through Jane, what God's doing through the, the outreach side of, of what we're doing, um, you know, and, and it's all, it's all about him, but he just continually, um, he just continually puts, puts himself in front of me. But, um, anyway, I did write in here that the people are coming to see Jesus. They don't need to see me. They need to see Jesus. People are critical of Jesus when God moves outside, when God moves us outside of our comfort zone or in, in, outside of the zone that they feel like they are they're in um the believing person will drop to their knees with praise um the pharisees drop to their knees to get to get a closer look to criticize Ooh, i wrote that down don't know where that came from but yikes um and then i asked in here are we silencing god anywhere in our life Uh, he is present just not public sometimes man and you know what he's a public god um and do we want to manifest presence do we want to manifest the presence of god like do we really want that we have to ask ourselves because it's not what we always um it's not what we're used to sometimes so are we willing are we willing to so Anyway, I know I'm just rumbling and rumbling, rambling at this point, and maybe the exhaustion has set in, and maybe I shouldn't have even recorded this way, but I did, and hopefully got something out of it. You know, um, this was episode 10, and I felt like 10 was a good number to do something a little bit different, so that's what we did, and I hope that you were able to at least take a little something out of my rambling and share, you know, at the end of the day, this is what we, this is what we are here for to therefore go and make disciples. So make it happen. Get out there, spread the word of Jesus, be Jesus to those that are around you, those that are within your reach and know that while you are doing it, you are certainly loved until next time.